Although the classics of culture may conjure or be construed as an epic, yet it is not encyclopedic, but a genre of the classical, artistic, and literary heritage of Greece and Rome, whose is the underpinning of this ancient nostalgic conversation about the classical global citizens' way of life, which are archived in the annals of history. It should be noted that in this space, these citizens had a keen interest in, admiration for, and emulation of the classical, artistic, and literary heritage of Greece and Rome between the period 1775 to 1825. Intellectually, while inspired by these ancient conversations and the positive phrase, the classics of culture, I would periodically use the same to interpret art, archaeology, architecture, history, languages, literature, and philosophy. All things being considered, these ancient artifacts, which were created by ancient human beings, are still occupying the precincts of human society and culture today. In view of the aforesaid assertion, I must confess that this fascination became my lived experience as a result of my academic journey at New Jersey City University because of being elected as editor-in-chief of the yearbook, which was part of the student government. I met many international students of varying nationalities where we interacted and learned about each other's new culture and several subject areas, including those highlighted above. I was also exposed to the subject areas such as Renaissance, the term human society and culture, contrasted with divinity and referred to what is now called classic. It is because of the aforesaid that I have been enlightened regarding the word classics. I have a better understanding how the same is derived from the Latin adjective classicus meaning belonging to, the highest class of citizens. Historically, the said word classics was originally used to describe the numbers of the highest class in ancient Rome. By the 2nd century AD, the word was used in literary criticism to describe writers of the highest quality. For example, Alois Gellius in his Attic Nights contrasts classicus and proletarius writers. By the 6th century AD, the word had acquired a second meaning, referring to pupils at his school. Thus, the two modern meanings of the word referring both to literature, considered to be of the highest quality, and to the standard text used as part of a curriculum, both derived from Roman use. Through Mark Nichols' lens, classic and classical are presented as roots in the word class, referred to quality, but the meanings are distinct. Classic and classical, both first attested around the turn of the 17th century, derived from the French term classique, a descendant 
of Latin word classicus, which denoted the first rank of Roman citizens. Nicole Lenz gives more detail. For instance, classic means of recognized value or enduring or traditional. The sense is of something that represents a standard of excellence or has a timeless quality. It may also be used to refer to something authentic or typical. In the latter sense, it is sometimes used colloquially to refer to a memorable incident or quote, often an unfortunate one. The words classic is the past and used as a reference. Classics are used generally for something historical. Classical refers to a genre of music and art. Reading the classics of literature in school and can be either an adjective or a noun. Classical means traditional or being present for a long time. All things being equal, the difference between classic and classical are connotations and meaning. Classics is the branch of the humanities comprising the languages, literature, philosophy, history, art, archaeology, architecture, and other culture of the ancient Mediterranean world, especially ancient Greece and ancient Rome during the classical era. Whereas, classic has to do with reading to the first class or rank, especially in literature or art. Moreover, it should be noted that in Western civilization, the study of the Greek and Roman classics was traditionally considered to be the foundation of the humanities, and study of classics has therefore traditionally been the cornerstone of a typical elite European education. Now that I have provided some context regarding these two words, performance of my analysis of their structure inspired me to posit the intellectual discourse, the classics of culture. This expository is also a scholarly text, which engages in analysis of the classics in a cultural context in 13 chapters. It should be noted that the normative statement expresses the value judgment on the difference between classic and classical are connotations and meaning. The word classic is used in the sense of typical and the word classical is used in the sense of traditional. This is the main difference between the two words. Since classics is the branch of the humanities, comprising the languages, literature, philosophy, history, art, archaeology, architecture, and other culture of the ancient Mediterranean world, especially ancient Greece and ancient Rome during the classical era. Classic has to do with relating to the first class or rank, especially in literature or art. Chapter 1 frames a language as a structured system of communication. Language, in a broader sense, is the method of communication that involves the use of particularly human languages. Classics refers to the study of the languages, literatures, material culture, and history of the societies of the ancient world. 
together with their influence on later periods and cultures right up to present day. Latin is the study of the language of ancient Romans. Chapter 2 presents literature as the earliest surviving works of Greek literature, which are epic poetry. These early epics were oral compositions created without the use of writing around the same time that Homeric epics were composed. The Greek alphabet was introduced. The earliest surviving inscriptions date from around 750 BC. Chapter 3 examines classical Greek philosophy, which begins in the Eastern Mediterranean in the 6th century BC with the earliest thinkers of the city of Miletus. Chapter 4 zooms in on the 18th and 19th centuries AD. Reference for classical antiquity was much greater in Europe and United States than it is today. Classical antiquity is the period of cultural history between the 8th century BC and the 6th century AD, centered on the Mediterranean Sea, comprising the interlocking civilizations of ancient Greece and ancient Rome, known as the Greco-Roman world. It is the period in which both Greek and Roman societies flourish and wielded great influence throughout much of Europe, Northern Africa, and West Asia. Chapter 5 provides an explicit description of art through the lens of Manuman Sen. Classical art is presented as an art form from Greece and Rome to understand what classical art really is. First, you'll need to understand what classism is. While classism in the arts refers generally to a high regard for a classical period, classical antiquity in the Western tradition as setting standards for taste which the classicists seek to emulate. The art of classism typically seeks to be formal and restrained. Chapter 6 explicates classism in architecture developed during the Italian Renaissance, notably in the writings and designs of Leon Battista Albitre and the work of Philippe Brunesche, it places emphasis on symmetry, proportion, geometry, and the regularity of parts as they are demonstrated in the architecture of classical antiquity, and in particular, the architecture of ancient Rome, of which many examples remain. Classical architecture is derived from the architecture of ancient Greece and ancient Rome. However, with a collapse of the western part of the Roman Empire, the architectural traditions of the Roman Empire ceased to be practiced in large parts of Western Europe. Chapter 7 highlights classical archaeology, which is the archaeological investigation of the Mediterranean civilizations of ancient Greece and ancient Rome. 19th century archaeologists such as Heinrich Seelmann were drawn to study the societies they had read about in Latin and Greek texts. Chapter 8 examines classic status through the lens of Wikipedia 
the National Film Registry requires a film be made at least 10 years ago, not 25. The most recent inductee was Fargo, made in 1996, inducted in 2006. But the point is valid. It wouldn't hurt if there was a waiting period before conferring classic status upon a film. Classic films are often distinguished or unique works of cinema that have transcended time and trends with indefinable quality. Chapter 9 provides a detailed view of classical literature, the literature of ancient Greece and Rome. The term usually spelled classical is also used for the literature of any language in a period notable for the excellence and enduring quality of its writer's work. In ancient Greece, such a period extended from about 500 to 320 BCE. The Golden Age of Rome ran from about 70 BCE to 18 CE. French literature of the second half of the 17th century is considered classical, as in English literature of 1660 to 1714. Chapter 10 focuses on symbolism. The term symbolism is derived from the word symbol, which derives from the Latin symbolum and symbol of faith and symbolus, a sign of recognition in turn from classical Greek, symbolon, an object cut in half constituting a sign of recognition when the carriers were able to reassemble the two halves. In ancient Greece, the symbolon was a shard of pottery, which was inscribed and then broken into two pieces, which were given to the ambassadors from two allied city-states as a record of the alliance. Symbolism was a late 19th century art movement of French, Russian, and Belgian origin in poetry and other arts seeking to represent absolute truths symbolically through metaphorical images and language, mainly as a reaction against naturalism and realism. In literature, the style originates with the 1857 publication of Charles Baudelaire, Les Fleurs de Mal, the works of Edgar Allan Poe, which Baudelaire admired greatly and translated into French, were a significant influence and the source of many stock troops and images. Chapter 11 specially speaks to the issue of classical mythology, Greek and Roman mythology, or Greco-Roman mythology, is both the body of and the study of myths from the ancient Greeks and Romans as they are used or transformed by cultural reception, along with philosophy and political thought. Mythology represents one of the major survivals of classical antiquity throughout later Western culture. At this juncture, within my cognition intellectually, I was inspired by ancient conversations coupled together with the positive phrase, the classics of culture, periodically using the same to interpret art, archaeology, history, 
languages, literature, and philosophy as a result of ancient artifacts created by human beings. The evidence accumulated implies that these ancient artifacts are still occupying the precincts of human society and culture today. After I had navigated the area of art, archaeology, architecture, history, languages, literature, and philosophy, I have acquired an intellectual appetite that sharpened my deductive and inductive skills. At the end of this research, I am persuaded to think that these areas and culture are inextricably linked. Moreover, a word of caution though, the only difference between classic and classical are connotations and meaning, which procedurally evoke different responses within the precincts of this conversation because of ethnicity and the geographical cultural location, be it in the sphere of education, society, politics, art, dress, music, or manners. Finally, the fact that I have ventilated this scholarly conversation, namely the classics of culture, which is a contextual analysis of the Asian and the classical global citizen's way of life, underscores the fact that this conversation is just a pretext and an intellectual discourse which was verbalized in 13 chapters framed in 895 pages and captured in ISBN 978-976-965126 through the lens of an author, media arts specialist, student of film, and licensed cultural practitioner.